text. It's going to be very familiar, but I, I believe God can talk to us today. Amen. Through his word, Brother Harrelson is teaching there. And uh, I, I know that we've been on David for a while. And, uh, and, you know, there's something that's been working in my mind about what I'm talking about, faith today. Amen. Great faith. That's what the Bible says in our, in our text. In Matthew chapter 15, and I will begin reading at verse 21. Matthew chapter 15 and verse 21. It says, Then Jesus went at thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. Behold, a woman of Canaan came out at amen, the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy upon me. O Lord, thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And he answered her not a word. God's silence. And his disciples came and besought him that they say, and send her away, for she crieth after us. And he answered and said, I am not sent but to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meat for the take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truly, or truth, Lord, but yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. I see great faith in you. Amen. Be it unto you even as thou wilt. Amen. Amen. And her daughter was healed. Praise God. Lord, I thank you for your word. May we today, God, reminisce some things, Lord, and that we've heard, we've read, we've heard preach, or we have felt. Whatever God ways that you have of doing your work in our lives, God, may it be that we bring things back to our mind, or we bring things today to our hearts. Bring, God, your spirit so that, Lord, we will all be God ministered to by your love, but by your purpose and by God, our future hopes in you. I ask it for your name's sake, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Great faith. Great faith. It, it, it comes in so many different unusual ways sometimes. Amen. Much of the New Testament centers around faith, and I want to center it around today. Amen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. We all need faith. Scripture says, when the Lord comes back again, will he find faith on the earth? In other words, it's really something that even that question would ever be asked to us. Will he, is he going to find faith in his people? And I, I, I make some points today that, that faith sometimes is 
seems like it's out yonder somewhere than rather in here. Amen. Matthew chapter 2 and verse 5 says Jesus saw their faith. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 2 Amen. says the same. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 29, Jesus said, according to your faith. Amen. Matthew chapter 9, verse 22, thy faith hath made thee whole. It's, it's something that we're supposed to possess a great bit of faith. Faith. Amen. In the Old Testament, and I, I, I found out just some, some years ago, a year or so ago, uh, in the Old Testament, there, is a, there are only two times faith is ever mentioned in the Old Testament. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 20. God said, Israel hath no faith. And also in Hebrews, or excuse me, Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4. Amen. The just shall live by faith. That's the only two times faith. The word faith is in the Old Testament. And that word in Habakkuk, amen, because the revolution, amen. It caused the, the uh, what we would call the uh, Martin Luther to say, the just shall live by faith. And it brought the, on the reformation uh, of, the, uh, of the Protestant movement, amen, that now you and I are a part of, and may we hold on to that faith. Amen. Because faith, is, faith was mentioned in the Old Testament, not by word, but... Uh, we would talk about it and maybe talk about David and his, his, uh, his actions because uh, David, we've been talking about that for several weeks now, but uh, my mind's been rolling over on David's faith. You know, he, he, goes, he goes out to the army and all of his brothers are, are what did you come out here for and where's the little sheep you've been left and did you come out you wanted to see the actions and so forth and uh, you know, every one of them was so scared to death. You know, they were hiding behind the rocks and so forth, and <laughs> and trying to talk to David about why'd you come out here for? And you know the story. You know, it's been preached here and talked about in the last few weeks quite a bit. And David just he he wanted to know what you were going to do about the uh, about that uncircumcised Philistine out there. And he, and he made, his, made his point, I'll go out there and fight him. I'll go out there and fight him. If y'all are all scared, I will. And you know, the Saul was trying to armor him up. And he said, I had never tried this, but I've got confidence in some things. I've got faith in some. There's two things that I want to mention. He had, he had faith in his abilities to sling the stones, but he also had faith that God was on his side. I can imagine this, and and not off my thing, but I can imagine, and I, I just want to leave this thought with you. He had faith in his sling, you know, but he knew, he knew that just a few weeks or months before then, there was a meeting down there in Bethlehem, and and he was going to call to that meeting finally, and amen. Samuel took the horn of oil and poured it upon him. And he felt, I'm sure as, as I'm standing here now, that David felt some anointing of God pouring all over him. 
And he knew the promise of God was that he was going to be a king one day. Amen. And he, he drew from the past when he went out to face, amen, Goliath without a worry in his heart and his mind because God had plans for his life. God had a purpose. His faith in what God had said made him, amen, to be able to walk in the dark day or, or the fear of all everybody else. But David said, I'm not going to die at the hands of this Philistine because God's got a purpose and he's got a calling and he's, got a, he's touched me with his power. I dare say that every one of us have had some kind of a communication with God, a feeling somewhere, sometime that, that made us so confident that God was going to take care of us. I don't know why we fear so much sometimes. I don't know why we lose faith so much in a lot of things. Amen. But that's, that's, the, way, that's the way we are. Amen. Here in our text, uh, I, I, I don't know why Jesus went to Tyre and Sidon. He, I, I've got several things that I want to kind of make us look at and see why that he went down there. Amen. Uh, he, he goes down. He goes down there, and, and he, the first thing he meets is this, this woman that uh, she has a need. Amen. And uh, her first words was her confidence. Amen. Amen. Saying, have mercy upon me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Those, those greetings or words Amen. Let's her know that she believes that Jesus is the Messiah. Amen. The offspring of David is going to be. Amen. Amen. The Messiah. And so she knew, she, she just believes that there's something that I'm going to receive from him because I know who he is. We need to learn how know, know where, who God is. Hallelujah. We sing about him, talk about him. He's the author, amen, of redemption. He's the hope of our souls. He's the answer to our situations, amen. I know you, who you are, Lord Jesus. I know, and I know you've got, the, you've got power. I probably, he's, she'd probably heard of his working miracles. I don't know, but she just knew that if he hadn't worked a miracle, he was going to work a miracle because she was not going to, be uh, dissuaded, amen, to, uh, to him because what his response. I believe that Jesus was more or less uh, working this situation so his disciples could hear the conversation. Their thoughts was, send her away. She's troubling us. His thoughts was, we're going to pull something out of her that Everybody can preach about, talk about, and see, and even the disciples, amen, in their wonderment, amen, that here she was. Now, it's not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. I know, I know, amen. She expressed her belief in Jesus being the Messiah, and I know that you've got my answer, 
And I will tell you, when you get through, she received what she was praying for and asking for. You want to turn back to the pages, just a few pages, and see another. There were seven times in the Bible that Jesus and, and talked about great faith. And uh, Matthew chapter 8, and I'll begin reading at verse number 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion. This is another foreigner. This is not a Jew. He is a Roman soldier. Amen. I beseeched him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick, of palsy, and grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will go, I will come and heal him. <laughs> Praise God. Well, glory. And the centurion answered, you don't, you don't have to do that. You, you just got through saying what you were going to do, and, and, I, and I believe you. Amen. I'm not even worried that you come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man that understands authority, and I know you've got all power, all authority. Amen. Hallelujah. All you have to do is speak the word. And Jesus was, Jesus, when he heard that, he, he marveled. Jesus marveled. I'm, I'm surprised, or this hits me that there's something that you seem to possess that other people don't possess, my child. Amen. Very I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. That's another great faith thing. It comes, both of these comes from people that's outside, amen, of God's promised blessings. But they have something inside of them that believes, amen, what the Lord Jesus Christ can do for them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I say unto you, that many shall come, amen, amen, from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Now, Jesus turned to his disciples and was saying this, but the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. That's why I want to preach today and kind of let us know that we got to bring some things that God has done for us, the experiences we have felt, and stand on those things. God, I believe, has touched everybody's heart in here enough to know that there is a God that's got power, and he can do whatever he chooses, but he wants to see faith. Amen. He wants to, wants to see faith. Amen. Praise God. Go thy way as thou hast been believed, and be it done unto thee. You, you've got your answer by your great faith you have in the Lord. Amen. Something in this generation, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it seems to be a... Uh, I, I, I trust in myself. It seems to me that we, we have more confidence in the doctor than we do have in God. You don't have to say amen to that one. 
But it seems we have more confidence in our abilities than we do in God. It just seems that we, like the rich, strong ruler, I'm going to take care of myself. Amen. Situation. And, uh, you know, uh, if, if we ever have a flat tire, we've always got a spare. <laughs> as, as somebody has said, that it seems that most people have has, has church and God is a flat tire. If you have a flat, you, then, you can, then you can always know that he's, he's on the back burner. Because parents want to see their young people go to church. I want their kids to go to church. Oh, yeah, they need to go to church. Yeah. They'll, they'll sleep in the bed and send their kids to church because they don't need God, you know. I mean, after all, I'm not sick. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, of course, when we get as old as I am, then, then we, we go and go to church because, after all, we fix to face God pretty soon. But we need to face God today. We need to have faith in what God's promises. We need to have an experience of God that we know that my Redeemer liveth. And I'm going to stand on this earth in the latter days, and though the skin worm would desire, the, desire this flesh, yet within my flesh shall I see God. I don't know where Job's faith was, amen, but it was stronger than sometimes, amen, the faith that we see God in our own selves. I know, I know, I've just got that confidence and belief that God is going to take care of his people, and he's got great plans for us. I meditated upon God in the last few uh, weeks about uh, about heaven. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what all this God's got planned for heaven. I think ninety percent of all we we have thoughts and dreams of. I don't know why we have them. Have them because streets of gold and houses and walls of jasper and so forth. I know that the scripture says it, but that's not what. I'm going to be looking at for, for 10,000 million years. God's got great plans for us that we can't hardly dream about or think about. But I got faith that he's going to have us all enjoying every minute and every year and every millennial and every, amen, ever uh, whatever they are on in all the billions of years we'll be living with him Amen. It's just not streets of gold. It means nothing. Come on. But I got great excitement. Amen. And excuse me, I'm just going to run off my run off a rail here a minute. Have you ever looked in the sky at all the stars? And takes us a billion years, they say, or whatever, light years to get to some of them I don't know but I'm I'm concerned about them I'm interested in them I'm probably going to be up there one of these days traveling because it's got a billion years doesn't mean a thing you know God must have prepared them for us see I you know I've got to imagine but one thing brother and I I want to take home, you want you to take home with you. You've got to have that faith in something solid besides just a hope. Amen. Amen. 
And I, I, somewhere in my notes here, I don't know, but uh, there's a, I, I've done some research on, on faith and, uh, and, and finding out that faith is, uh, the word for faith is, uh, is uh, just a Greek word for it. Basically, it means calls trust. Amen. In the Old Testament, Old Testament, they trusted and they had, they were faithful, and and that was that was basically their way of saying that I know what God has said. It's going to be. And of course, I'm 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 quite concerned, Amen, about uh, these two men here in the New Testament, or people, this this lady and this man having more faith than the disciples had. There is, a, there is a seven times, I think it is, that in the, in the New Testament that talks about little faith, little faith. Peter was walking on the water, and, and Jesus said, Oh, thou little faith. Little faith was always Jesus' followers. Great faith was all of those that's out there. I, I think those, those things are in the Bible, amen, for us to learn how to trust in him, amen, and not just depend upon, amen, God said it, and that's, I'm not going to worry about it no more, amen. Notice what Jesus said in Matthew 28, 20, 15 and 24, amen. He was, I'm, I'm, I'm not sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get Israel awakened. I'm trying to get my people awakened. And I want somebody to set the example, amen, and I came over here to let this woman wake up my disciples, and maybe I can wake up people in in Dothan, Alabama today, amen, to let us know, amen, we just got to trust in God. The word faith is trust without wavering. Amen. Amen. She knew the power. She knew the power of the, the God that, amen, that Israel preached, but somehow they couldn't practice. And I pray today that we, as the people of God, amen, don't just only preach about what God can do, but somehow apply what God can do to our lives. Walking in faith, and this is why this, is why this rolling over into me and David was that he walked out to face the giant, never believing that there was going to be anything happen to him because God had already promised him he was going to be the ruler of the people. And God, amen, will always keep his promises. Amen. Amen. We've got to learn to trust in God through all the things. Amen. Praise God. You know, I know that Joseph, we always, we probably preach a lot about Joseph. Joseph was a man that, you know, I could, there's, you have to spend an hour talking about Joseph and all he went through. But the thing that I want to point out today is this. God gave him a dream. 
and he never lost that dream. He might have lost his coat. He might have lost his freedom. He might have been thrown in the pits by his own brethren. Amen. But somewhere along the line, Joseph never lost his dream. And I dare say, amen, today that I'm preaching, don't, don't lose your dream. Don't lose what you feel God has, amen, pointed you toward, you spoke to you about, or you have felt from him. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, there's a lots of times that I come here over here to pray. God, I just, I, I, know, I know you're real. I know you got power. I know you got a purpose, and I know you got a call in my life. But I want to feel your presence. I want to, I want to feel your presence. Hallelujah. I want to come in contact. I want to come in relationship with you. I, I, I know you're real, but Lord, right now I would just love to have a good communication time with you. Have you ever felt that way when you come over here to pray? Sometimes I, 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 I prefer to pray by myself. Uh, I was praying last night, and the ladies came in, and they prayed, and they went over and prayed uh, in the room because they were, they were having a season of prayer among themselves. The ladies uh, were called, and, and, and Sister Harrelson was supposed to have been here, and uh, she was sick and couldn't make it. But uh, anyway, they went over there and prayed, and I was just I was having a good time, I guess, myself praying. But I, I, wanted to, I wanted to be in contact with God. I want to be in contact with God. I want to be in contact with God for what I was going to be preaching today because I felt like the, the Lord was trying to minister to me to help us to put our faith and trust in God, unwavering, not, not questioning and doubting. Amen. Joseph, Joseph had a dream. And he felt like that dream was from God. Joseph had an experience. Amen. David had an experience. He had the anointing upon his life, and he knew that God was going to put him on the throne. And that's why he was so, Brother Harrelson's teaching this morning about David and all of his caves and runnings and, and things that he was going through. He, he, he never lost faith in what God was having Amen. Told him that it was going to happen. Amen. I, I, I just believe that there was never a time in David's life hardly that, that he, he uh, some, of his, some of his psalms questions that, but I just believe that he had that confidence all the way through that God was going to take care of him regardless of the situation or the circumstances. Amen. I, I, God's on our side. Amen. I, I don't know what any of you go through sometimes. I, I can't, I'm not, I never have asked God to show me your mind. Never asked God to say, let me know, amen, what, what they're thinking. But I do want to ask God, Lord, to help me to know what they need. And I pray today that God can give you some understanding of what I'm saying. And, and, and every one of you have your minds working right now. And you're thinking of something of experience or you're thinking, amen, of what God has done for you that you know it was not, it was not just natural. It was just not a, a, uh, a shock from the electricity of life, you know. <laughs> but you knew that God touched you. And I'm 
telling you, don't ever lose that experience. And if you, if you feel the weakness sometimes, amen, of, of your own ability to touch God, you just keep on praying. Amen. And this is going to be some of my Bible study lessons in the next few months or next month. Uh, but I went back to Azusa Street in, in my research. If you, I'm going to tell you now, and if, you, if you'd like to, just go, just type in Azusa Street Revival. All you have to do on your computer, and you'll get fed with a lot. But there was, uh, there was a revival that happened in, out in California. Of course, we. I don't have. I don't have. I'm not going to take take us through the, the growth of the birth of the Pentecostal faith in, in the Topeka, Kansas, or the revivals in Houston, Texas. Amen. And Houston used to be the very uh, powder keg, I guess, of the saying the Pentecostal works, and it moved on to California. Amen. Didn't 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 phase Houston any because some of the largest churches. We, Brother Harrelson and I talked about it last night. Some of the largest churches in Pentecost was in Houston, Texas. Amen. In my lifetime and my, my, my personal relationships of experience and knowing them. But uh, a, a, excuse me, one-eyed black preacher, he called himself to preach, I guess, or whatever, that uh, he was called out to California to a uh, African Methodist Episcopalian church and uh, Episcopal church and uh, they, he was going out there and, and talk to them and he come out there and told them said there's a Holy Ghost experience uh, he didn't even have the Holy Ghost Amen. he is a he was a slave's son and he didn't have the Holy Ghost and he, he, he told them that there was a Holy Ghost experience he saw it happen in, in Houston Went out there and they started praying. And, of course, some rejected him. But uh, he started praying, and, and uh, they decided that they got kicked out of the church and got into a house because they, didn't, they was, thought it was, they don't need to be seeking after that stuff. Got into the house, and they decided that they would, they would go on a 10-day fast and pray for that Holy Ghost. Amen. And in the third day, just three days of that 10-day fast, the power of God fell in that place. And so the story is that for this, almost the third, three days, two days and nights, that they danced and shouted and praised God. Oh, hallelujah. Come on now. Amen. They were so happy with it. And before, but in two days' time, they wouldn't, nobody could get even to the house. They was all in the streets and falling down in the spirit and crying and praying, and the Holy Ghost was falling. They had to move it to Azusa Street where it lasted for six years. Amen. Until the power of God had actually flooded the whole world. Amen. Missionaries were coming home from the field going over there and saying, I need that power. I need that experience. You know what, brethren, why I'm preaching this today, and I would, like I say, I would be talking about this one Wednesday night. And I suppose when I get through talking, when talking today, you probably go, 
know more than I do when I, when I teach this. But a Holy Ghost experience is something that you will never forget if you get it. Just let God pour his spirit upon you, and you will never, never. You can go back to it like a well, and you'll always get some more water. You'll always go back. Hallelujah. That's what David, David felt. That's why he was so confident. You, may, you can mark all everything else off. No one thing. He wasn't in the show. He was just knowing God was going to take care of him wherever he, whatever he did. Amen. We need an experience like that. Because I do, I do believe that God has anointed us, amen, to make it to heaven. And whatever happens to us and whatever we go through and every circumstance is every Goliath, amen, or whatever we have to go through, it should never shake our faith to believe and wonder Amen. We've got to believe God is going to take care of the situations that we face in life if we will keep trusting and believing. Amen. One day we're going to sit with the Lord on his throne. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shall we stand? Praise God. I believe the stories in the Bible are for you and I to trust in him. That, that little word that uh, I've uh, lost my note on it, my little word that uh, faith is. And there's, there's another word, and it's called no faith. Amen. No faith. When he comes back, will he find faith or we will find no faith in us amen Jesus amen he just went right to their hearts when he was preaching and teaching and talking about our faith amen cannot be shaken song says that our faith cannot be shaken hallelujah I believe that Jesus lets us, amen, gives us enough something, remembrance, confidence, trust. Amen. That we are not on sinking sand or shallow grounds. We're on a solid foundation in this Pentecostal experience. If you have not received the Holy Ghost, brothers and sisters and friends and neighbors. I believe that every one of us need a good experience in God and the Spirit that we will never be questioned again. Amen. The promises of God, the future God has plans, our eternal destiny. Amen. It's not once saved, always saved. It is once believing we should always believe. wants to be experienced we should always amen live that experience praise God Lord Jesus with my heart Lord today I feel like God I have tried my best to get across God exactly what you put on my mind and heart 
these people, Lord, we're all, God, striving for the mastery. We're striving, God, for a pleasing God life for you. I am not pleased, Lord, with my God. I, I want to draw closer to you. I want to be more like you. And I believe that's what the heart and the spirit God does to all of us. It makes us dis despise our own failures and weaknesses. And God, hunger after, Lord, more of you. And Jesus, maybe today, God, I pray in this congregation, there's people that's seeking for your spirit. There's people that God knows that they're not ready to meet you. There's people, God, that knows that, they, Lord, they're not where they should be. I don't, I don't want you to call, amen, amen, disciples, disciples, the 12 disciples. You spoke to them more than once about their little faith that they had. They went across the Sea of Galilee, Lord, and, 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 and they thought that they are going to drown after you had promised them they could get to the other side. Oh, God, you spoke to them about their little faith. May God today, if, if we are of little faith, if we have, God, some, some, some feelings, Lord, of fear and doubt, God, of you, may God today you give us great faith. By the examples, Lord, of these that I've mentioned, God, may there be faith arise in our hearts that claims, God, the promises that you have made, God, to them. I pray, God, in your name, in Jesus' name, that each one of us, Lord, amen, try to, God, reach out and exercise our faith, God, for your, the needs, God, that we know that we have in our lives. And there are people here with needs now, Lord. I ask Jesus, amen, would you just touch them now and let them come and pray. I'm opening the altars. Amen. Hallelujah. Let it rain inside. It's raining outside. Let God meet your needs. May your faith, God, rise today. May there be power, God. Amen. Amen. Reunited in your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus is the answer. The Spirit of God. Amen. The Holy Ghost that He has given to us. Amen. It's the solution to our problems now. Amen. It's not for the early church. It's for the latter church. Holy Ghost is yours. Amen. It's promised to you. Just reach out and receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you come and pray? Would you come and pray?